Welcome to the Guidance from Within podcast. I am your friend and host, Brittany Woods, bridging the seen and unseen worlds of our reality. I am so excited to welcome this week's guest. Gabrielle Bentley is an international Akashic Record reader, energy healer, and get this, she also helps empower and promote spiritual businesses from around the world. So not only is she very much in this magical world that we uh, coexist with, she's also helping us ground that magic into the 3D to help us grow our own businesses. She offers Connecting to the Cosmos, which was once called a psychic boot camp. Connecting to the Cosmos is a course that you can take with her to open your intuition, uh, dive into your spiritual creative self. It is a beautiful offering, um, so please check it out. Becoming Intuitive is her Instagram handle. Becoming Intuitive is also her uh, website, so everything will be linked in the description below. Gabrielle and I met over Instagram earlier in 2020, and it's really amazing to hear her story and to see the threads of similarities of my story. Um, It was such a lovely time to chat with her and get to know her more and to also dive into what she's offering. A couple of topics that we touch in on are her unique abilities in the Akashic realm and being a reader and how she she found the Akashic records and then also the differences between the work that she offers. So she does have a background in mediumship and being a psychic, but how is that different from becoming an Akashic record reader and what she offers today? And if you didn't know that there was a difference, uh, there can be a difference between um, different kind of tools and spiritual tools that she talks about that we use to connect to, quote, the other side, unquote. So we dive into that. Um, we kind of break down different spiritual terms that maybe you're not familiar with. Uh, it's just a beautiful conversation, a beautiful episode, and I'm so happy that she's here with us. So please share and subscribe to Guidance from Within if you haven't already. It truly is such an honor and blessing for me to be able to show up here and have meaningful conversations with you about uh, the human journey, and I want to keep sharing that with you. Anyway, here we are, introducing Gabrielle. This episode is brought to you by Magic Waters, bridging Mother Earth with sacred home life. Offerings include organic bath bombs, bath salts, organic face oils, hair oils, clay masks, body butters, and more. Find your next bath time ritual at Magic Waters Co. on Etsy. Enjoy! Gabrielle, thank you so much for being on Guidance from Within. It is such a pleasure. No, it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. So we met over the beautiful world of Instagram. (laughs) The best place to meet anyone. It is turning into my favorite place to meet people. It's such an amazing platform when it's used in alignment, I guess. Yes, I totally agree. I totally 
agree with that. I feel like I've met so many like-minded individuals that I would have never, never met otherwise. 100%. It's so, it's such a beautiful tool, but it's really all about keeping it in your alignment bubble. Mm-hmm. I love that. Your alignment bubble. <laughs> Yay. So I just want to uh, take a second to introduce you. You are the woman behind Becoming Intuitive, and that is not only your Instagram handle where you can find more information, it is your podcast name, Becoming Intuitive, and your website is beautiful, by the way. I really love it. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, and you have you're a woman of many talents. So, Akashic Record reader. We have um, workshops for helping people develop their intuitive psychic abilities. You also have a psychic boot camp, which I think is really fun. And you channel light beings, and you're an energy healer. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's funny when you can when someone else kind of puts your uh talents and skills all in like one it sounds like it sounds like a lot and it is a lot it is a lot yeah I've never even thought about it that way that is yeah it's been a journey it's been a wild journey (laughs) yes oh also not to mention you help develop uh people's spiritual business and marketing and media (laughs) Yes, that's my new found favorite thing to do. It is just an amazing thing to watch other people build the things that they love. I'm so blessed. You have no idea. Yes, you definitely have many talents. And I would love, I would absolutely love, because I do consider you a friend. And I was so honored to be on your podcast, Becoming Intuitive. But I felt like I really wanted you to be here on Guidance from Within because I want to learn more about you and how you became who you are today. So if you want to take a moment to kind of dive into your story and how you found your abilities as an Akashic record reader, I would consider you a teacher overall. I think you are a teacher. Um, And just what what has made you you on this uh, human journey? Yeah, I would love to. I would be so honored. So this is only something I've really come to terms with of late. Developing your own story and really being able to sit with it is definitely a journey. So my journey probably started right back from the time I was quite little and I was in primary school. And um, I kind of had no idea what I was doing and I was floating off in outer space. And what I mean by that is a lot of people who are on this spiritual journey would call it being ungrounded. I spent my whole childhood ungrounded. I wasn't really in the physical reality and that really shaped me. I spent all my time floating up between my throat, third eye and crown chakra. And now this is a tool I help other people use to connect. Um, But having that time as a child, I was always in this imaginary state. I was always talking to other beings which I still don't know if they were actually the light beings I communicate with now every time I ask this question I don't get an answer they just said isn't it a mystery but 
and spent my whole childhood in this beautiful state of unawareness of what was happening around me and it really shaped me and I have the most beautiful auntie who is super into the mystical world she's into energy and crystal bowls and she really helped shape me into who I am as a spiritual being and then nothing major happened I just kept floating off through my third chakras And I went through life very ungrounded, very unstable, really caring more about my values than anything else. And I left high school and I was still floating around and I was getting really into it. I had tarot cards and I just like pulled for any modality I could that was spiritual. And I'd been to psychics. My mum believed in them and she took me throughout high school. So even before I was 18, I was going to see psychics. Um, And then I had a huge car accident and I saw my grandmother standing before me and a truck had pushed me um, on a freeway. And I saw her standing before me and time stopped and I was like, this is a redirection. So whatever I'm doing wrong, I'm doing wrong. (laughs) And I made my way to a spiritual church where I started studying mediumship. I was also at university studying marketing and graphic design. And I kind of like my life stopped and I was like, the most important thing is being creative and being able to really dive deeper into these beings that I always felt was around me. I always had this sense that the people who had passed in my life were with me, like more than anyone else, more than my friends, more than my family. Like I just knew there was no other side. And I used to say weird things all the time to my family, like I'm ready to go home, which I meant like I'm a starseed and I want to go home to the Pleiades. Um, so I'd always said weird things, but then I dived really deep into mediumship. So that's learning to communicate with loved ones and studying mediumship in person. And I found so many teachers online and worldwide to really connect with because I wanted to use every fund I possibly had to push forward this. Like I knew I just had to keep studying. It was so important and imperative. It was the only thing giving me answers. Funnily, it left me with more questions because mediumship, I could communicate with family members who were deceased, but I wasn't getting the answers about the whole world. And that's what I was craving, like this huge inner deep knowledge of why we're here and why do I feel like I'm always helping people? And that's when I stopped studying mediumship, which was only this year. So I'd been studying mediumship probably for the last four years consecutively and then sporadically before then and within four months I stumbled upon Linda Howe's book How to Read the Akashic Records and I used her prayer and the played in step forward and they were like hey we're here and I'm like oh you're this energy that I was channeling in class getting yelled at for because the Palladians were so different and they came through in such a strong way compared to mediumship and my old teacher didn't respond very well to that because it wasn't mediumship. So I used to um, 
feel like in those classes that I was doing the wrong thing, even though I didn't know it was my truly divine righteous journey to run away from mediumship and find the Pleiadians and all the star seeds that I now channel. So that's kind of my story. Yeah, I think that that's beautiful. Wow, we both at very similar young ages were drawn into this very beautiful spiritual world and practice. I love that. Um, I So one question that I have, and um, you know, I don't know that I've ever been to a medium, but I've definitely been to people who who would say they're, you know, psychic or intuitive readers or Akashic record readers. And I understand the difference between mediumship and the Akashic records, but I would love for you to put it in your own words for people listening. So um, especially people who are kind of new to, to what are intuitive readings in general, right? Could you describe what mediumship is? Because you are both, you, you know, both, both, uh, worlds of mediumship and then the Akashic records. So similarities and differences. All right. I'm going to, um, I'm kind of going to break it down. So I call all spiritual tools, just a spiritual tool. So no matter if it's going to see a tarot reader, a psychic medium, someone who's just reading you psychically, they're, they're two different things. You've got Akashic record readers. It's all the exact same thing. It's all just reading energy. But the only thing that's really different is where the source of energy is coming from. So someone who's a tarot reader or a psychic, they're both reading the energy of the person in front of them. So what they actually do is they expand their auric field over the person they're reading or maybe a photograph or they just think of them with intention and they just read that energy. Where if you go to a psychic medium, they are reading your deceased loved one. So they generally move their auric field backwards to allow room for your deceased loved ones to step into their auric field. And that's how they communicate. And then if you're reading the Akashic records, it kind of depends on how you read it. I've really found that there's three segregated different ways of reading it. But with my prayer of connection, the Palladians are kind of like the bookkeepers of the Akashic records and they step forward into my auric field and they read me the kind of like energy of the Akashic field just like they would a child a book because the energy in the Akashic records is stagnant. It has to be moved by a living or physical being. So they're all totally different things but they all just read energy. And that's why I'm so big on just teaching people how to read energy because that's all metaphysical is. We're all just energy and it's just about understanding how to read it and then you can connect to absolutely anything. Yes, that's beautiful. It's like you just need your your gateway to explore the different uh, avenues and spiritual tools that we can all use. Yeah, and... um. One thing that I wanted to ask you too, if we could dive a little deeper. Um, so you said in your your story, which is what I like to call these episodes, like your story, um, mediumship wasn't giving you answers to the questions that you had. I believe that's how maybe how you worded it. Yeah. Um, how did the Akashic Records kind of give you different information that you were looking for? Because I think it's important to also mention maybe um, like 
you mentioned it a little bit, but I think it's also important to mention how, let's say, our loved ones on the other side won't necessarily be able to give us the information that, let's say, a Pleiadian channeling. Am I making sense? Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. So um, I spend 24-7, whenever I'm in my house, I'm an open conduit pretty much. It's my work and my playtime. As my partner always says, like, you never know who's going to pop through when I come over because we'll be in the kitchen cooking and my grandmother last night was like, you don't use a knife like that. She was a chef. And I was like, okay. We won't use a knife like that. Um, And that's the kind of information that your loved ones will give you. They can give you direct information on what they observe of your life whilst they're on the other side, or they can give you clarity that they have been there throughout the journey with you. Like, oh no, you lost my engagement ring. Like they'll tell you things like that. Like they're just there to clarify and The reason that mediumship, I believe, has been invented for humans, like on a spiritual level, this is what I was told in the Akashic Records. It was one of my first channelings is that mediumship used to be the only way in which people could conceive that there was more after death. Mm. And it was concrete information to expand your threshold to even understand the concept that that this world is multidimensional. And then if we go and take that a step forward, the Akashic record, record sorry, is like spiritual Google. So you can go and throw, I don't understand how multidimensionality works. I need an accurate metaphor for me to teach from. And you'll be like, told the wisdom that you need to hear and it's it's more of a representation of you of your whole soul's evolution and so many people think that it's so limited but it depends on how we can perceive things so the akashic record will give us enough information to make us still question how big we can perceive things but once you keep going and keep digging It will give you so much information. It depends on how big you can expand your mind, like how many realms you think you believe in and how many light beings do you think there truly are and who do you think God is. Like the concepts get bigger and bigger and bigger the more you spend there because the concept above and beyond this world is more than our human brains can ever handle. So we're only given a limited perspective but they're giving as much as possible through the Akashic records that we can understand. And that's what I love so much about it, that it's an infinite way of communicating. You can keep getting as much until you can't understand anymore. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, it does. And I think that's an awesome way to put it. And that's why I also say like, Whenever you get a reading, the reading that you receive is coming from the filters or the perspective of the person giving a reading. And I always say that that's important because um, you might get a few different readings and they all have the th- the same themes, like the thread, the same threads and same themes. Um, but we are all limited to, to our filters and our perception and you'll never receive in like an Akashic record reading. Uh, a client or a reading for yourself, you'll never receive something that you're not supposed to know. Yes. And that's the biggest thing. Everyone 
who is new into the spiritual world comes in with this fear. Like it's this ultimate built-in kind of fear block that we all have because we're unaware of what's coming to us and that fear is natural. And that's how what I love saying too is that you never get what you shouldn't receive. It's the most important fundamental fact of spiritual spirituality. Yes, exactly. Yes, it's divine timing. <laughs> yes. If only I could understand exactly how that works. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, hmm, yes. And I'm a person that believes where, and I, I, I know you do too, like we're living many lifetimes at the same time. Like there's no time in the Akashic Records and we're living many lifetimes at the same lifetime. So who, you know, how do you know that, the next lifetime that you live might not even be on earth, right? It could be back in the Pleiades, but uh, there's divine timing for everything and everything is synchronized exactly as it should be, whether things come into this life or the next, it is, uh, it is working itself out in the highest good. Exactly. And it's so interesting how you say time is happening all at once. Cause I picture it like, I always say to people, it's like stacks of novels, one on top of the other. And if you read one book, it's going to influence the other differently. And that's how I try and always explain time as because you learned the perception through that one book, it means how you see the next book is slightly different. And that's how time is all happening at once. So everything we do in this life actually influences the sheets of all the pages together. Yes, but all the, but you can see all the books there at one time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Great way to put it. I like that. Yes. So I want to dive into when you say energy healing, what does that mean for you? Because I, I like we've talked about esoteric healing together, but when you talk about energy healing, I kind of want to dive into that more and just kind of see where, what's your view of energy healing. And then also is the energy healing that you do through the Akashic records or something else that you do? Um, energy healing to me is really interesting. So I see auric fields. So that's how I teach is through being able to view my students auric fields. Um, so to me, energy is this multifaceted, really tangible thing because I'm seeing it. So, um, my view of energy is really bizarre even to my own opinions so to me when I'm helping heal someone it's because I see a physical block and energy is something that is manipulative we all have our own control over our auric field so you can actually expand and contract it just like all energy in the world you can just move it from one place to another so say if I was looking at someone and I could stand there and go oh they've got a blocked throat chakra it happened in the last six to eight days it would be something to communicate with through work I could just send it I'm I've done Reiki it's something that I utilize on myself daily I do use Akashic healing in a session to help talk through their chakra blocks um but it's not something that I dive in or really offer by itself because I kind of see it as like I'm here to be a truth sayer is kind of how I 
and say what I do. And then I just help move that energy through their chakras because I'm so big on chakras and understanding them. And then I kind of tell them when I think it was blocked. And even if it was something that was blocked in a past life can come through in that day just to be moved through. Like energy is so manipulative. We can call and self-block ourselves in a matter of 20 seconds. So you have the right to unblock yourself in that exact same amount of time. No one is broken. Everything is manipulative. You can change and heal yourself with your own belief and power. Mm, Yes, yes, you can. It truly is like the power of the mind and the power of your your mental energy and your thoughts and uh, what you think and what you say, it totally controls your being. It totally does. And it, and what you think and say about yourself and what you feel about yourself. And that actually, like you said, it totally changes your auric field. Yeah. yeah and it's so funny because I always tell people before I'm like, oh, your third eye is blocked. I'm like, chakras get blocked in 20 seconds. You can unblock them in a moment. Like just because you go to see a psychic and they're like something's blocked doesn't mean it's a lifetime blockage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people go to see mediums, psychics, tarot readers, and they get told a problem and it kind of sticks and resonates with them on like a permanent basis. And I'm like always trying to tell people like just because something happened in one moment doesn't mean you can't undo it in another moment. You're not broken. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's so important because we so want to have a, I guess, a human guide, someone who we can just take verbatim what they say and live that way forever. And the thing is, nothing is forever. Everything changes and everything, like use the word manipulation. Um, one, I I think it's uh, interesting to note that Sometimes symbols come through in moments of sadness or trauma, like if if you saw a certain number or you saw uh, a certain flower, for example, and then you always associated that number or that flower or that color or whatever it is with that sad or traumatic moment. That doesn't mean in the future that that number or that flower or whatever you saw that uh, resonates with you in that moment is still the same meaning. And people will say, well, if I see this number, it means for me something bad's going to happen. Or, or maybe that number is showing you a doorway or an opportunity to change your outlook on where life is taking you. Right. It's all about the way that you perceive what you're seeing or feeling. And you're right. So everything can be manipulated. Everything can change. Just because someone says that you have a blocked third eye doesn't mean it. That has to be uh, a lifelong. uh, What's the word? It doesn't have to be a lifelong illness, really, that you walk around with. Yeah. It's all about retraining your subconscious. I see spirituality through a lens of self-development. So I've always been huge on the self-development front. Like I'm a life coach. I've been studying psychology and all of this stuff because if you, it's like, it's your mirror. So how you view yourself is a reflection of how spiritually you can act and react to the energy around you as well. It's just if you react badly to every person who gives you a compliment, when spirit goes to give you a compliment, you're going to do the same thing. 
So that's, so what you're saying is so true. It's all about understanding your own perceptions and even trying to understand yourself on a subconscious level, because what you just talked about there to me resonated so strongly with subconscious programming. So say if you've had a car accident, this is going to get really deep, really fast. Um, and it was 24 degrees outside and you had the windows down and you were listening to like Avril Lavigne, your body will do everything not to have the windows down at 24 degrees to not be listening to Avril Lavigne on a highway. So that's exactly what your body will then run away from because it's sub-programmed into not wanting those things. And that's why it's really interesting, even on just like a personal development front to truly get to know yourself. It will shape how you view spirituality and how you interact with the energy so differently yes oh my gosh I just thought of the funniest thing and this might sound really stupid but this is exactly how that works so um a long time ago in high school I had a friend who she had these kind bars do you know the kind granola bars no not here we don't have any of the same packaging yeah you're not I should mention that you're in Australia and I'm in the U.S. so we're very far away right now from each other um but so we have these granola bars and um my friend in high school goes, those are gross. You shouldn't eat those. So for 10 years, I never ate that granola bar for 10 years because my friend said, those are gross. Don't eat those. <laughs> so my belief system in that moment was every granola bar that this brand kind makes is going to be gross because my friend said so. <laughs> and 10 years later in my mid twenties, I try one and it was delicious. And I told my friend this story. She goes, no, that's not at all what I meant. She was like, I can't believe you would live, live your life, like not even eating this really name brand granola bar because of me and that's how we shape our thinking we let other people's opinions perceptions uh thoughts feelings so influence us to such a degree that it could be a decade later and you're still living by that same thought or uh influence (laughs) i know it's so wild and to think that we are so sub-programmed from the time we were zero even in utero, it affects us. If you go to see some amazing healers, you they like talk about things that happened in the womb and you're like, I don't know what was happening at that time in my life. But everything impacts us. And it's so important that you live from this awareness that everything on the outside world affects us. And sometimes like I have family who don't believe in what I do. And I think it's really interesting that I was born into a family who doesn't believe in what I do and it's my full-time career. Um, But I know that just by being near me and hearing what I'm doing is subconsciously affecting them because everything is subconscious. Like, And I think I used to work as a personal trainer and I used to work in a funeral home and even to watch how those two totally different events shaped my life, it's really imperative. Every part of your life shapes you from the jobs you have to the school you went to, to the friends you have. And my biggest thing is look at the five people you spend the most time with. You're a reflection of those five people. And I always live my life being like, who am I spending the most time with? Because 
they're impacting me the most on a subconscious level and I only want to try and bring peace and positivity to the world. And I know that kind of sounds egotistical, but we are truly that reflection of everything that's happening around us. Yes, I think that's beautifully said because we are. And you pick up, you pick up the the energy that people around you give off. And it doesn't have to be people around you that you see every day. People you are in communication with, even if it's long distance, you still pick up the energy that they're sending you no matter what. And so I think it is really important, the company that you choose to keep. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I dig so much into personal development that's why I've created courses just about personal development linked to spirituality because I'm so what you do in your everyday life is such a reflection Mm -hmm. and that's how you build routine and habits yeah yeah but even how you view yourself is how easy it is for you to learn this stuff like the students who come to me who've been trying to connect for the last like five years who've built that strong foundation and understanding of who they are. Once you know who you are, you can do anything and become anything because you know that it's a journey and a process and you can rewrite your own story at any time. Yes. Yes, you can. I totally agree with that. So one thing you mentioned is when clients come to you and the work that you do, and I want to take the next little bit of time. Honestly, I feel like you and I could talk for hours. (laughs) There's psychology that I would love to go into because everything we're talking about, there's a psychology and a science to it. And um, I think there's a science to energy healing and to the Akashic records, even if modern modern science or the modern way of thinking hasn't, hasn't caught up with us. I think one day they will. 100%. Yes, but I want to ask you while I have you here, what are you offering right now for people to to change their narrative, to get to know who they are? And um, what do you recommend for us wanting to kind of develop our intuition and go into the Akashic Records or into energy healing work? Yeah, so there's lots. Um, If you're just starting this journey Conversations with God is a great book to start with. I always have to say this. It is a four-part series with lots of spin-off books that I haven't read all of them yet, but I know they would be magical. So if you're just looking at widening your perspective and understanding the grasp of spirituality in which we're talking about, those books are my go-to. At the moment, I have a very multifaceted business. I have lived a very incredibly diverse life, and I'm very blessed. I've had I had five different um, jobs in five years, um, and I have a degree in graphic design and marketing, which I'm very blessed to have gone through that journey. So it allows me to utilize my business to help other people brand themselves and find their visual authentic voices so I help people set up their businesses which is my new passion Um, but I run a whole heap of different workshops even face to face online um, which is it used to be called psychic boot camp but it's now called connect to the cosmos I think Mm -hmm. it's a way better explanation of what we're truly doing because the energy is all around us and my only goal in that course is to help you connect to it. So it's a 10-week face-to-face course where I help you learn to channel. 
I teach you all about the totally different psychic tools that there are like psychometry and automatic writing and the metaphysical world has like its own dictionary um and I love it and it's beautiful and I try and teach you as many toolkits as I can from the metaphysical world um I just released yesterday how to read the Akashic records through the prayer of connection so that's something I haven't talked about so I have my own prayer that the Palladians gave to me the first time I entered into the records and it's called the prayer of communication because when I utilize it I can utilize it to talk to deceased loved ones I can utilize it to talk to my higher self my own intuition I can talk to my guides I can talk to the Palladians which I now call the Plato's or I can use it to talk to the Surians the Octurians I can use it as a multifaceted entry point through my channel to connect to anything I want. So I've just created a online go at your own pace course to help you connect to the cosmos. That is awesome. And so you feel like you are a starseed from the Pleiades or a Pleiadian starseed, right? Um, Yes. But if you, if we take a step back from that, if when I kind of look at people's auric field, it's like encoded in their auric field. It's like a little list is the best way for me to describe it of places you've been on your journey. We haven't been to just one place. We've been around the block a few hundred thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what I try to uh, also explain is that maybe we want to hold on so strongly to a certain identity because that's what we're trying to do here as a human is hold on to that identity of who we are of Gabrielle or Brittany but that identity is going to always change and unfold just like your soul is so uh so limitless that you're not you'll never just be one or the other you are you are the all <laughs> yeah yeah, and it's really interesting. The reason that I get on so well with the Play-Dohs is I have five of them following me around 24-7 <laughs> and they're always there. Like they just chime in whenever they like. Even if I'm in like a closed down state, sometimes they're just like, hey, buddy, hey, I got something for you to say. And I'm like, right now, really, like I'm trying to shop <laughs> um, <laughs> because I live in this world where I have really strict like I'm opened and I'm working or I'm closed and I'm being human and they have to like give me my space. Um, it's not always the case, but we're getting there with our boundaries. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. So Connect to the Cosmos is your relaunch for psychic development Uh is that also a course for uh, helping people read the Akashic Records or is that something separate? Yeah, no. So in Connect to the Cosmos, it's 10 weeks of learning. I think I teach seven different modalities as well as personal development over that 10 weeks. So I run that four times a year because it's face-to-face and in a group. So I generally have like up to 20 people in those groups that we all learn together and you get like a spiritual running buddy. So you learn like 
psychicness. You learn how to channel different light beings. You learn to connect to the Pleiadians. You learn to read the Akashic records. You learn how to read psychically. And even some of my students walk away with psychic mediumship. And I'm like, how did you learn that in 10 weeks? Like it blows my mind. This has been such a long journey for me. But now that we're really stepped into this like 4D and 5D reality, depending on where you truly are on the journey, because like the whole world's not ascending at the same time. Um, you can move and change and evolve so fast. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, that is so exciting. I'm just so happy that we you were here and we were able to chat today. And just thank you so much for sharing your story. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a true blessing to talk to you and to connect with you and for people to find like spiritual friends like you, like on Instagram, it was just such a beautiful day when I connected with you. And I hope that we get to keep in connection because you were just so wise and strong and your journey is so beautiful. Yes. Thank you. I could, I, yes, same to you. Exactly. I have a feeling there's been a few different times in my life where Australia has kind of woven its way into um, just into my life in weird ways. And I've had visions of myself living there before, but more in a sacred traditional way of like honoring the land in Australia. So I don't know what that means entirely yet. It's definitely past life related, but I feel like one day there's going to be a time where I'm booking a ticket to Australia and I would so love to meet you. <laughs> like yes, in you to come, come and visit and stay with me. We'll have so much fun. Another big thank you to Gabrielle for being on our podcast today. What a lovely conversation. So much fun discussing all the magic of life. Find more information about Gabrielle and all of her beautiful offerings at Becoming Intuitive. And then if you want to search more on her website, it's actually actually an Australian website. So it's becomingintuitive.com.au. I will put a link in the description below. Please, once again, if you enjoyed this episode, share it, subscribe. I absolutely love reading your reviews, so please leave a review if you feel called to. Have a beautiful week.